Blog Talk Radio.
and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise him with the timbre and dance. Praise him with the high sound and cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And so that's why we are here on this Saturday afternoon, June the 13th, 2020, just to give God glory, honor, and praise for he is worthy to be praised. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We thank God for that selection, uh, Richard Smallwood and Vision, the anthem of praise. And certainly we know that praise is comely for the upright. Praise is what I do. We were created to give God praise. Thank you for joining Global Gospel. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do not own the rights to any of the music, but we pray that it is a blessing to each and every one of you, our listeners. Uh, we pray that someone is touched, healed, delivered, saved, set free by what you hear on today uh, through music and through word and through spirit, because we know that God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And certainly we do have a special day lined up for you. We want you to reach out to Global Gospel on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. All you have to do is look for Global Gospel. And certainly when you find us, send us a friend request. And certainly we will be so delighted to accept that request and certainly you can uh, see our postings throughout the week uh, we offer uh, sometimes words of encouragement you can also see the links to each uh, episode of global gospel or you can visit global gospel directly at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel and you can see all of our archive episodes of global gospel if you would like to reach out to us by mail, you can reach us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. If you'd like to email Global Gospel, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Our number here in studio, I will open up the lines for you. In a little while, is 619, you can take this phone number down, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and that is how you can call in to the studio at the appointed time. Well, we do have a special treat lined up for you in just a few minutes, uh, but we just want to take the time on today. If this is your first time tuning in to Global Gospel, we want to take the time to share with you our theme. Our theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And it simply says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God 
in the face of Jesus Christ. And so we're here today with light in the midst of this dark world. We're here uh, with our heart to share love, to spread love, to encourage love in such a turbulent time that we are living in. And we want you to know that the gospel is the good news. It is there for everyone, the rich, the poor, the black, the white, to those that are downhearted, those that are discouraged, those that are lost. The gospel is here for you on today. And so it is here to make you whole. It is here to give peace to your mind, to soothe your spirit, to calm your doubts and your fears. So we thank you for tuning in, and we want you to remember we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m., and all our shows are are archived. And so that concludes our housekeeping chores for today. This next election we have coming up for you is called the Performance. And certainly we believe that God is going to do something awesome on today in our lives. And certainly if it doesn't happen today in the calendar day or on the clock, we still believe that God is going to do it in his own time. There will be a performance. Stay tuned and be blessed. Here we go.
Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We're back. You're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We thank God for that uh, selection, the performance, Jonathan Nelson. And we have our very special guest here in studio with us on today. God bless you, special guest. How are you? Hello, praise the Lord, everybody. I'm doing so so good. I'm 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 excited to be here. Amen. Uh, and just in case you all didn't recognize that voice, uh, tell us who you are, sir. Hey, all right. So uh, my name is Edward Callahan. Uh, I am a pianist, a musician, I'm living in Harlem, New York. Uh, 31 years old and a man that loves God. Amen. Uh, we thank you, uh, Edward Callahan, all the way from Uptown, for joining us on Global Gospel on today and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, each guest, we you know, they pick a uh, introductory song for themselves, song for introduction, and you pick performance. Jonathan Nelson, tell us a little bit about why that is dear to you. You know what? As you were introducing the song i almost went into a shout because you said you know even if things don't happen on our calendar and when we are expecting something to happen even if that that date doesn't happen god is still able to do it and he still can can cause the right favor um or situation to make that happen so that's always been one of my favorite songs um just believing that god can can change the change the situation around you know immediately unexpectedly and um so that's just always been one of my anthems awesome well put and certainly that is uh something that we can all learn from uh those words on today and it is always good to have a song that we can all go to that encourages us and then we'll find out if we share that story with someone else it will encourage them as well uh, we are blessing Amen. to other people. Uh, so tell us, okay, you are a musician uptown. Tell us a little bit how you got started with music. Yeah, so um, I was about five years old, and I, um, you know, at that time I was interested in everything, karate, Boy Scouts, Little League, um, but I was also interested in the piano, and I told my mom I wanted to, to take those lessons and, you know, I, I had a really supporting mother and anything I wanted to do, she would put me in. Um, so the piano, once we got in those lessons, I just really fell in love with it. I had a great teacher uh, who believed in me and every week, you know, I just really fell in love with it. Um, at the time I was an only child. So, you know, that was pretty much my, my sibling, you know, I was, just playing the piano all day as much as I could. Um, and I just kept kept going, you know, as I was five, as I was 10, as I was 15, you know, I started getting in competitions and writing compositions as well. Um, and I could just really identify with the piano and, and the emotions um, that it gave me. Um, and I just always wanted to give that out to someone else. So um, so yeah, I just, I just kept going. I didn't stop. I went to college for it. I got my degree. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, an amazing instrument, you know, and I, I'm learning more and more about it, uh, every single day. Wow. 
that's an awesome story. That takes a lot of dedication at five years old <laughs> to be uh, uh, interested yes. in music. Yeah, and I, and I think that kind of structured my discipline. You know, I'm a pretty independent person, and I think, you know, to really be a pianist, you have to be very independent because you spend hours and hours a day alone. You spend hours and hours a day, you know, practicing, like when it's a nice day outside, you hear everybody else practicing and running and, you know, uh, you have to, you have to stay on that piano. So it taught me a lot of discipline. Um, and you know, it's, it's, that's why I really love teaching as well because it instills some of those values in those kids, um, at early ages. So it's definitely a, you know, a challenge, but it's, it's worth it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great that we find when you find something that you love to do and, uh, when you're passionate about it, it, you know, they say if you find something you like doing, you never have to work. Um, but you that's know, right. that is, that's, that's a great thing. So who has, um, so that's, I mean, it's a lot of people say, oh, my parents made me do this. My parents made me do that. But that's great that you were able to find that and that you were able to have a support system uh, in your parents as, as opposed to somebody forcing you to do something you really don't want to do. So um, in, right. in the music world and who has in, who influenced you? Some of your musical influences. Good question. So uh, when I was younger, you know, I'm, fr- I'm originally from Michigan, so I would attend okay. something called the Gilmore Keyboard Festival, and all of the most, uh, the biggest classical piano players would come to our town and do concerts and master classes. And I was able to meet Andre Watts, who was the very first black classical pianist to reach like an international level of fame. Um, and I was really young, but I met him. And uh, there was also a man named Raymond Harvey, who was the first black conductor of the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. And there's a picture of me in between the both of them uh, at, a, at a young age. I was, in, I was in college, but that picture okay. is one of the most important pictures to me because it was kind of a symbolizing of them kind of passing the torch to me and, and just inspiring me and saying, you know what, we've done this and you have what it takes as well. Um, so they mm-hmm. were huge influences. And also my mentor, Damien Sneed, um, and everybody knows him. Yeah. You know, so he's, Especially here he, in New he's York, the reason. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he's the reason I moved to New York. I moved here to actually work for him. And, you know, I was just sitting under his wing and just learning so much about the business, you know, behind the lights and the action, all the behind the scenes work. You know, he really told me that it's not everything that you think, you know, you got to get to the airport on time. You got to, you know, this, this, the, the, the piano may be out of tune, this, you know, just all these situations. Um, and he, you know, he inspired me in so many different ways um, to continue to finish my degree to put out this album I put out, you know, he told me you need to put an album out. So he's no doubt, you know, my biggest influence uh, of all time. Right. That's awesome. And we do, we know him from Allen. Uh, we met him some years ago uh, and yeah. over in Queens. Um, so that's great. Um, you talked about um, mentorship and uh meeting some of your influence. Now, um, as an African-American male and uh, pianist, uh, was it hard to find someone to identify with? Because it's not, 
I wouldn't say the the industry is overloaded with African American males playing classical music. Right. That's such a good question because you know, as I was when I was young, there weren't any. All I would see is you know a lot of Asian pianists. I would see a lot of Russian pianists, and you know I loved them very much, but it was it was a little um, skepticism in my mind to say, you know what, do you know, where are the black pianists? And I would watch these international competitions um, all the time, the Chopin, the Tchaikovsky, the Van Cliburn. There are these big competitions where you can win twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. You can win CD contracts. And they have a picture of all of the contestants and competitors. And I would never see a black pianist. And I was just like, you know what? this is crazy. You know, I'm like, I know there's somebody out here who's doing this. And that was always one of my goals, you know, to get in an international competition. And I actually participated in my first one a few weeks ago. And I was the only black face on that entire roster of over 80 competitors all over the world. Um, You know, so it was, it was really hard because even in school, you know, I had a professor who told me, you know, you you should get your degree in gospel. You shouldn't get it in classical. You know, it's they were doing everything to to stop me from from getting that because, um, you know, my professor had a tough time, and this person was was not black, but they were discouraged from the industry because it's really really tough, you know. So I have a lot of Asian friends. I have a lot of Russian friends, and recently I met maybe 10 black pianists this year alone um, who are, who are striving for the same thing. And a lot of them have reached out to me and, you know, said that I'm inspiring them and, you know, just to keep going. Um, So I, I really believe we're on the brink of a new wave of, you know, um, African-American classical musicians at a, at an extreme high level, you know, at the top levels, because there's a lot of them out there, but they're not really known you know, worldwide, and you know, so that's something that I really want want to get to because we have what it takes. You know, we we definitely have what it takes, and we can do it. So that's part of my mission. <laughs> that's so true, and it's it's awesome. We commend you for making history uh, as we speak. <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah. you you're bringing uh, attention to an area of music that maybe we have been left out of, or we've been uh, not at the forefront of. And like you just said, you, you were discouraged and to, to do something and that, and you know, that's really like, it's sad. You know, we live in a world today where people actually will discourage you from going after your dreams. They'll tell you, Oh, all the world's, the world is yours. And then in the next breath, Mm -hmm. somebody will tell you what you cannot do. And certainly God proves people wrong all the time. Uh, because yes. You know what? It's yeah. funny you said that because, you know, I had to go through so much more than some of my Asian friends and others who were pursuing the same degree as me. You know, I was playing in much, many more ensembles. I had the, you know, the president of the college literally calling me for performances. Uh, I was tutoring the music students, you know, um, I was playing some of the hardest repertoire in the college, but they still were giving me such a tough time. 
And, you know, when I released my album, um, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what to expect, but it was what I really needed. It was a message from God to say, you know what, keep going. You know, you have what it takes. You know, all you need is God and the rest will happen, you know. So, so that is just something that really stuck with me throughout this whole journey. I actually released this album six months ago today. I released it on the 13th of December. So this is like a six-month anniversary. <laughs> all, all right. All right. God, yeah. well, listen, God does everything well. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so so since, since we're talking about that album, let's uh, let the listeners hear a little bit of that. Which track would you like to introduce the listeners to first? Yeah, okay. Um, I think I'm going to introduce them to maybe track number two. It's the Nocturne and B-flat minor. Um, There's also a video of me. It was my first video on YouTube that I shot, and this piece was so important to me because um, it kind of reintroduced me to Chopin. You know, I, I didn't play a lot of Chopin in, in college, okay. um, and I just really fell in love with him with from this piece. And a nocturne is like a night song. It's a night piece. Um, okay. So that's kind of what you can have in mind. But, um, yeah, I think number two, I think that's a good piece for them to listen to. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Edward Callahan, the title of his uh, album is The Minor Keys. The Minor Keys. And so we're going to let you listen to uh, track two from this. And we want you, he's going to tell us when when we come back, he's going to tell us how you can obtain your very own copy. Stay tuned and be blessed.
and gentlemen, there you have it. Ed Callahan, that's track two, Nocturne and B flat minor. And certainly Edward Callahan is here in studio with us. So, um, how did we get to recording your music? Yes, good question. So, um, once I finished my degree, uh, I graduated with my degree in piano performance from Nyack College. And once I finished that, I wanted to take a little bit of time off and just, you know, see what I can do as a, as a piano performance major before going back to school again. You know, I was thinking about graduate school and, and you know, going to a conservatory um, or something like that. So, you know, when my mentor told me to put my album out, I had to decide and figure out what exactly I wanted to put on there. Um, so I put a lot of the Chopin pieces on there because I learned most of those pieces in college. Uh, and then I also put a Schubert Sonata on uh, because that's the first Schubert piece that I learned, and my mentor taught me that entire piece. Uh, which is like a it's a it's a large work and it's about 25 minutes. Um, so I wanted to put both of those pieces on there um, and just to symbolize, you know, the beginnings um, and just to symbolize symbolize some of my favorite pianists. Um, so when I went into the studio, I recorded the album pretty much in like four hours. Altogether, I, I pretty much just just did all the entire the entire album uh, in a four hour studio session, which is really rare. You know, most people, you know, when you do an album, you're taking days and days and weeks, and right, you know, right. you really want to get everything perfect. And I was just in such a zone that day where I just pretty much knocked it out, and I had to just finish one little piece. And um, long story short the files were lost and I had to do it all over again. And wow. I was so discouraged and, you know, cause I, I just couldn't do it like that again. So it took me two hours to do this song and two hours to do that song. Then I had to book another session and I'm just like, why, why is this happening? Um, and I got to the very last song track nine and I actually had to do that at a different studio because my other studio was completely booked for the whole month. There was no time. Um, so I was really upset about that because I didn't want it to sound different. You know, two totally different pianos, two totally different studios, microphones, you know. So I, I was learning about all of that, um, getting it mixed, mastered. You know, it was just like I was learning so much on my own. Um but I said, you know what? I got to put this album out. God told me, he's like, you need to put this out before 2020. You have to put your first project out, you know? So I did what I could, you know, and I just, I made it happen. You know, I just had to have faith and I just kept pushing. And when it came out, you know, it, it, it changed my life. <laughs> wow. That, that's, that's very, that's something very important. You said uh, faith. And so, so what would you have our listeners to know uh, about your personal experiences with faith in God and doing what you do? Yes. 
so you know what? Before when I was putting this album out, um, and I had it for pre-orders, it was becoming one of the best-selling pre-orders on the classical charts before my album even came out. So I started speaking to myself in the mirror every morning and saying, this album will go number one on the charts. Every morning, I just spoke that. You know, I, I, before this, I never really spoke anything out loud, you know, and they, they always talk about speaking things into the atmosphere, and I would, you know, think, think those things, but I would never actually say it out loud. And it was so uncomfortable. But every day I said, you know, this album will go number one. This album will go number one. And you know what? I woke up that day. It was Friday the 13th, December, Friday the 13th. And I woke up and I saw on iTunes that it was a number one classical album in the country. And I said, you know what? This is crazy. And, you know, God really showed himself there. And he said, you know what? I told you, have faith, you know, and I have something like that, that, that a lot of my professors, the ones that doubted me, they, they can't say the same thing. You know, they don't have an album out. They, they didn't chart on billboard. They didn't have some of these really important things as a, as a classical artist. Um, So God was just telling me, you know, all you need is me, keep having faith and keep being humble. And we're going to go all the way up. Well, well said, well said. Um, that was great. Um, just so our listeners, six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero is uh, is our number. If you'd like to shout us out, uh, we will be here until two p.m. If you'd just like to call and encourage, uh, brother Edward Callahan, uh, Edward Callahan, tell us, tell our listeners how they can obtain this project. Yes, so uh, the so project important. is called the minor. Key, the pro- project is called the minor keys, um, and you can get it everywhere digitally. So it's on iTunes, it's on Apple Music, it's on Spotify, um, it's on all of those platforms. So if you want to get it, you can literally just type it in and listen right now. Um, I also have physical copies. Um, if you want those and I will personally autograph those for you. So you can just send me a message um, at one of my Facebook pages, uh, Edward Callahan Piano, or just Edward Callahan, um, and I will personally autograph it and send it out to you the next day. So whichever way you want, but um, they're available everywhere, and I'm super, super excited about it. So please, if you get it, shout me out and just let me know. We'll, we'll do it. We have a caller. God bless you, caller. Hello, this Hello. is Jerome Brooks calling in. Hey. Jerome Brooks, how are you? <laughs> I am good. I just wanted to say congratulations to Edward Callahan, and uh, it's been amazing to hear his journey. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. For those that don't know, I actually... Uh, played piano and, and was a music director for one of his amazing musicals, Committed, which is like an amazing, amazing musical. And I played drums with Marlon. Um, so we are, you know, just really cool. And I just really, really appreciate um, that opportunity. So, J- 
Jerome is the is the best, and I tuned in to your interview as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I think it's amazing. Gregory Hopkins, he's the minister of music at Convent Avenue Baptist Church. Yes. He's also the artistic director of the Harlem Opera, and he's a professor at Howard University. And he is the one who connected me with Edward. I was looking for a piano player who's black who could play classical music and gospel, and Professor Hopkins, uh, he gave me Edwards and number and called from his office in Harlem. And um, I just think it's amazing that the, the network of musicians who who look out for each other and uh, faith-based, it works, you know. And so uh, he was highly recommended, and Professor Hopkins said, I have the perfect person that I think – you need to be in contact with. Wow. And look we have at that. Someone, <laughs> we have someone else here, too. Okay. Hello, everybody. It's Marlon. Hey. Uh, what's going on? I just wanted to call it um, personally. Uh, thank you for being an inspiration and that you are the missing link uh, to everybody's life. And it's my prayer, hope, and desire that everything you do uh, surpasses platinum. Wow, thank you so much. I received that. Surpassing platinum. We have another caller. God bless you, caller. Hello. Hello, God bless you. How are you? I'm well in yourself. Good. I was calling to congratulate Edward on an incredible CD. I happen to be very close to his CD because I am his best friend in the entire world. Oh, we have Anthony Brown on the line, guys. Famous gospel singer, Anthony Brown. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, so I Anthony wanted... Brown, for joining us today. Wow. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I've been listening in, and uh, and uh, I happen to be somebody who's just a little closer to the story um, than some of the others who are listening. I've watched this guy literally take a hold of his dreams. When it comes to this project, I'm talking about when we were just talking about it, when he was just fantasizing about it. And, um, you know, I know kind of firsthand because of my own life how difficult it is just to put something out there. You know, never mind actually going number one on iTunes, but just to even (laughs) do it is such an incredible feat. And so um, having studied classical music myself and kind of knowing a little bit about how it was attempted to work so hard to do this. I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to call publicly and express um, my love and my congratulations on a job well done. And I just know that there's so much more in store for um, for you, Edward, and for just all that you're doing when it comes to this. You're definitely breaking down barriers when it comes to classical music. And um, also, I think there's a whole generation of younger people who will see these kinds of stories and know that there are other options out there for them besides the ones that we are typically driven towards. Uh, so that's my hope and my prayer is that there are young people who will see this and know that there are classical doors and Broadway doors and theater doors that are open to them uh, if they dare to dream as big as I've seen you dream. So I'm very proud and I'm proud of Thank you so much. This is this is this has made my entire life. I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we well, we certainly do appreciate you for uh, sharing with uh, Edward Callahan today, and certainly sharing with our global gospel uh, listeners. And that means so much coming 
from a uh, such a renowned gospel artist as yourself. We appreciate uh, those words of wisdom from you and encouragement as well. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for allowing me to call in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take God care. Bless you. God bless you. See you. Once again, uh, listeners, 619-924-0800. You have about 10 minutes. Uh, you can call in 619-924-0800. Uh, before we go to uh, your next uh, selection, uh, <laughs> since we're on the gospel vein here, so you were, your uh, professors tried to dissuade you from going a classical way. They wanted you to go a gospel route. And so what do you have to say about that? We know that gospel is important in your life as well. And what do you have to say about that, making that decision? Yeah. So, you know, as I talked about, you know, like my mentor, Damien Sneed, and even my best friend, Anthony Brown, they are able to do multi-genres at once. You know, I would literally, when I go to Anthony's recordings, I see the theatrics. We go to Broadway shows. We went to Broadway shows all the time. So, and he would just be zoned in looking at the choreography and the lights and this. And if you've ever been to one of his concerts or recordings, it's like that. And with Damien, I would see him, you know, we would perform, he would perform at Jazz at Lincoln Center. And the next time we're at the AIM convention. And then the next day we're, you know, with Jesse Norman doing opera. So they taught me that you don't have to just limit yourself to one genre. You know, I'm currently, I'm playing at Abyssinian Baptist Church. Um, so All right. I'm there as a pianist. Yeah, I work there with the youth, with the kids. And then I'm also the minister of music at Creston Avenue Baptist Church in the Bronx. And I also play at a Catholic church um, in, in Bedford Hills. So I'm mm. still able to, to do that and use my faith and, and spread the word. Um, but I'm also able to spread it through classical as well. So, you know, some people are just afraid to branch out or, or, or go out of that box. But I've had so many people around me who do it so effortlessly that I literally have the blueprints to to making it happen, you know, my way. Awesome. Well said. And um, it's great that God God uses uh, you in uh, different ways. Not only are you breaking down uh, racial color lines, uh, you're breaking down denominational lines. And certainly God is so much bigger than uh, denominations, he's so much uh, bigger than color. And I always quote um, a pastor that I met uh, some years ago, uh, the late uh, Reverend Eugene Mackishan. He was uh, part of the AME Church, and he said he pulled out his wallet and he said, "This is denominations. They come in fives, tens, twenties, hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there are no <laughs> denominations in, in God's." Uh, in God's world. So um, we have 10 minutes left, 619-924-0800. The next one more track we'll introduce our listeners to, and the rest you have to purchase for yourself or online. If you call in, uh, we may just be able to give you a free t- free CD, physical CD, compliments of MPT Enterprise, Marlin Townsend, our PR person. So the next track. Um, let's do, I'm going to do a track number six. It's a very short track, um, but this was 
a piece that they actually played at Chopin's funeral. Um, this was a, one of his preludes, and this whole album is like a relaxing album. That's kind of what I had in mind for it, something you can relax, read a book, you know. Um, so when I heard this piece, it just really, and you know, it's called the minor keys because they're all in minor keys. Um, so I think number six is a good a, a good one for them to listen to and just to get that feeling of, you know, relaxation and peace. Um, so yeah, maybe number six. Okay, here it is. Stay tuned. That was well put together. Awesome. Uh, we appreciate your dedication uh, to music, to your, first your dedication to God, and certainly doing what God has given you to do. Because so many people uh, are afraid to step out of the box, um, and, it, and it's and it's understandable. Uh, we are naturally we're human, and we are afraid of the unknown. Uh, but it certainly is yes. a blessing. Uh, when we see the results of what God has given us to do. And we have just come down to the close of the hour. And uh, as I told Jerome, uh, when he was on, I think we're going to have to do part two. And um, that committed reunion online is coming soon. Uh, (laughs) Marlon is going to work on that for us. And uh, so uh, we appreciate you for sharing with us on today. What are your concluding, concluding remarks for this episode um i just want to say you know thank you all for having me i really appreciate it and you know like i said my goal is always to inspire and influence and motivate other black classical musicians you know to let them know that it's possible um not to limit yourself um 
And to just continue to have faith, you know, my album, when it reached number one, it also reached number nine on the Billboard charts, which I had no idea. And someone from Billboard actually had to um, send me a message and let me know. Uh, wow. And that was just with pure with pure sales. There was no radio involved. There was no, you know, there was some streaming, but it was pretty much based on sales. Uh, so it just inspired me to keep going. Uh, I entered my first international piano competition, and I got in my first music classical festival this year. So, you know, God is just continuing to slowly um, elevate me through him. And I just really believe that, you know, we have what it takes. And hopefully, you know, I'll be doing some performances soon, some live concerts. So just continue to stay tuned. Um, and, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, as a black man in America right now, we're dealing with so much. Um, wow. You know, so I'm just hoping that we can, that my music can kind of help um, ease the burden. And I, I've talked to so many other people of other races who are reaching out to me and saying, you know, we're rooting for you. We know how this industry is towards, you know, African-Americans. I'm here, you know, so this situation is waking up a lot of people. Um, and I just believe, you know, that, that we, we can really change the world and, and with God, we can really make the impossible possible. You know, that's one of my favorite scriptures. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Wow. That, that was well said. And again, we thank you. Thank you, everyone that listened in on today. Uh, shout out to uh, Natalie Wiggins in Silver Spring, Maryland. Shout out to our listeners in Delaware, New Jersey, Michigan, uh, wherever you are, Canada, uh, California. Wow. We shout you all out on today. Uh, thank you, Anthony Brown, for uh, joining us on today. I think we're going to close with blessings on blessings uh, because certainly yeah, this yeah. has this has been a blessing, and certainly uh, yeah. we appreciate you. Uh, was there anyone else you wanted to shout out before we close? Uh, and thank and thank you uh, to Jerome Brooks for calling, and thank you Marlon, and thank you for for this opportunity. And yes, my mom, thank of you. course, my mom. <laughs> oh, don't forget mom, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't forget mom. You know, she brought you in this world. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, once again, everyone, thank you, Jerome. Thank you to all of the committed, uh, uh, the staff of committed and participants of committed, uh, the musical. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank God, praise God. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Would you like to close us in prayer? Sure. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for allowing us to um, be able to spread your word throughout the nation, throughout this radio show. Uh, just please continue to bless Reverend Townsend. Uh, bless this radio show. Let it go 10, 100, 1,000 fold. Let it reach other nations, other countries. Um, and just continue to uh, lift him up during this time. Uh, we just want to give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Once again, our show is archived. If you missed any part of this important show, immediately at 2 o'clock, log back on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel, and you can listen to the whole minor keys, Edward Callahan, in its entirety. Blessings on blessings. Anthony Brown. Blessings.
Here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.